Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that... This little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, 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 happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portlanders. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. I can't talk to you now. I can talk to you earlier. We'll talk about that later, but first we'll check in with the most important man. It's Will Darkins. What's happening? Hey, what's up? What's up? What, is, what is the... What's up? Hey, did you get wet? Uh, Sorry, what? Actually, no. Last weekend, you get wet. Actually, no, no, Bro. I did not. Last weekend oh, was uh, what gosh. you would call a disaster. Well, oh. not not really. I cleaned out my garage. So, showed up bright and early, nine a.m. Showed up for what? I will tell you, nine a.m. I'm impatient at Willamette Park yeah. for the Super Plunge. Super plunge, 24 plunges in 24 hours into the freezing. And when I say freezing, I mean freezing Willamette River. Mm. I go in, I check in, I grab a donut, I get swabbed for my COVID test. I walk down to the river. There is a four-foot curtain of ice along the Willamette River. It's 22 degrees when I woke up, 28 degrees when I arrived at Willamette Park. Mm. It is cold. Finish my donut. I walk back up. Uh, The organizer of the event comes over and she goes, well, you tested positive for COVID, and I had to leave. The whole idea was to spend 24 hours in a tent with strangers, so the only people that got tested were the the 20-some of us that were going to be in the tent. I was the only one that tested positive. I got sent home. So wait a minute. You're positive for COVID, and you and I were just making out a while ago? I mean, just talking a while I ago? I passed all the protocols. I never had a symptom. I uh, retested. Uh, I, I didn't have to retest because the retest would have been positive. Uh, so the protocol for Odyssey was that I was good to go on Monday. I uh, stayed away from everybody on Monday, Tuesday, still no symptoms, so I was back to work and 
ready to go, but I can work from home. I'm all set up to do so. So yeah, I was, uh, I was positive a week ago, never had a symptom leading in, never had a symptom leading out. Uh, but my wife was very happy that I did not jump in the river over and over again. And I cleaned out my garage. So yeah, it was a total bust. I'm a loser. So why Thank don't you. you kill me? I'm a genius. Um, why was your wife disappointed? She was not disappointed. Or, or she not was, disappointed, I'm sorry. Because she did not want me. Uh, she thought it was a stupid idea to jump into a freezing cold river over and over again with no sleep. Yeah, but you're doing it for charity. I know. But, what you do know, you mean no sleep? Well, I mean, every 24 hours. So once per hour for 24 hours, mm. you jump into the river. How much, how much deep sleep, how much REM sleep do you think one achieves when, you're, uh, when your naps are interrupted by a, hey, go jump in the water. I think you can get it pretty good. Now, I used to take cold showers before I went to bed, and it's supposed to help you with sleep. Really? It is. That it I does did not some know. weird voodoo on your body, and you're like, oh. The question is, does it work? It works. All right. Yeah, I took cold showers. I, shower. I take a cold shower. in the ass. I'll take a cold, cold shower, like, after a run, if, I, if I'm if i all sweating, got to go do something, try to cool down a little bit oh. so, you, so you don't come out and get all sweaty. But I had to take uh, cold. Well, I didn't have to. I chose to take cold showers for like the first week that my wife and I uh, lived together because they just like what, something happened in a miscommunication or a hot water didn't get turned on. So I was like, ah, I'll just take cold showers. It's not a big deal. Mm. And so I took cold showers for uh, a week versus her parents lived down the road. She went down to her parents' house. And I was like, ah, I don't do a shower- showering at your parents' house. So why not? Uh, because of the shower right there, the convenience of it. Like, are you afraid that your in-laws were going to see your penis? No, I was hoping that they would. I mean, most of the time I go in there without pants. I mean, that's not a big deal. If I want them to see my penis, I don't need to be taking a shower for hey, them to do so. guess who it is? Hey, it's all Captain Man. What's up? <laughs> so, Have you pr- had that moment yet with your in-laws that's just so disgustingly awkward? doesn't have to be a penis thing, but just something where it's like... <laughs> oh, oh, good, it doesn't. I mean, if it is, you can share, but, like, the moment where you're just like, ah, oh, I wish I could have avoided that one. Didn't, didn't need that one. No, I don't... I, nothing nothing springs to mind. I think I do pretty well with the in-laws. I assume you have one since you brought it up. Yeah, I did. I, I farted really loud. Like, really loud. Like, Unintentionally, like boisterously just, loud. Like you thought nobody was around, and you like let one fly, no, or you couldn't hold it in. Couldn't hold it in, really. And I couldn't get out of the room because it was like a lot of people. And I'll so tell was you it this. like one of those ones where you're like you're trying to hold it in, so it lets one out, then it lets another one out, then the big explosion, then a couple little trail offs as you run out of the room, red face. Similar. Okay. Similar to that. It was one of those ones where you're trying to do it silently. So here's the setting: oh, is that oh, you're trying you're trying to sneak one out, trying to sneak one out. How many a, pe- how many people are in the room? Because you don't try to sneak one out unless there's at least five or six people in the room where oh, you, no. you point at one of the ne- nieces or nephews. No, no, no. I'm a daredevil. I'll sneak one out whenever I want. No, no. I understand that. But if it's just two of you I'll and I'll one gets it. snuck out, they look at you and they go, "They know it was you." I'll say if there's three people, yeah. and especially if two of them, so it's like your wife and her dad, mm. they can both look at each other and go, "That's Darkens." No, like they, they will address it. I am bold face in blaming it on other people. That's so you'll you'll sneak one out in with an acquaintance and blame them or a coworker. It smells bad in here. That probably sounds you. like a you problem. <laughs> I don't smell. I don't anything. know what the hell you're smelling. I don't smell anything. I smell cinnamon rolls. <laughs> That I ate yesterday, digested, and now come out as gas. We were having a party at uh, our place. So how many people in the room? Uh, let's see. Uh, me, Megan, her in-laws. 
Her my in-laws. Ma, oh, well, my in-laws, her yeah. parents, uh, my mom. About half a dozen. Six. About six. Half a dozen. And I was speaking with my father-in-law in the kitchen about whatever. I don't know what it was, but we were having a casual conversation and it just was, it was brewing so hard. And it was one of those moments where as we were talking, I can't really have the natural transition to be like, oh, could you excuse me for a second or sure. like walk away? Like it's horribly annoying when you want to walk away from a conversation, but you can't just say, you know what? This isn't interesting me anymore. I, I got to get going. Yeah, I got yeah, other yeah. stuff to do and people to talk to. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So we're sitting there and we're talking and I feel it and it gets to, I, I'd swear somebody up there in the sky was screwing me on this one. It got to that quiet moment in the party right when I started oh, to try to let it, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of these. It was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like air being let out of a balloon. Yes. Yep. Air being let out of a balloon. Yep. I maintained eye contact with him. <laughs> Deadpan. <laughs> Just like listening to him talk. And as he's talking and my. And he stops talking because he hears it. And he's just looking at. No, oh, okay. he keeps talking. But as the air balloon fart is leaving me and it continues to get louder. He's starting to say things like, well, and then we went on vacation yeah, yeah. and he was like, I could tell he was trying to noodle and it around in his head. When we found out my mom had cancer. <laughs> so, and he kept talking, but was like implying with his inflection. Like, is that you farting or is that a balloon or what is going on in here? And the whole time, I just straight faced, just kept just farting, listening, yeah, and just farting, just like, yeah, yeah, okay, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Now we have never talked about it, and that was two years ago. Yeah, that seems safe. And each time I see him now, I'm just waiting for him, at some point, to be like, hey, I gotta know. Yeah, was that you? Farting <laughs> oh, he at knows the party? it was you. I don't know if he does. Okay. You, know, you think I think I think oh, that okay. he does. Yeah, 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 I think pretty safe to say. It sounds talked like about the, it. at least the way you've described the situation. Uh, have you ever been uh, in the presence of a perfect fart? Can you define a perfect fart, please? I will. I will tell you. So I had a friend, Nick Ladwig, in junior high. Nick could fart on command. And he was very proud of farting. Good did, for Nick. Did it all the time. I he, was working at a gas station working for him. Uh, you know, I haven't caught up with him. He moved to Trout Lake for high school, and I ran into him a couple times after, but uh, we didn't stay in touch. But a uh, good basketball player. I think he played at Clark College. Anyways, oh. uh, Nick could Nick could fart on cue. And uh, one of his talents, and he was proud of it, and he was brazened with it. And our freshman field trip, as you remember, ninth grade was junior high when I was in school over on the – Washington side of things. Was? Yeah. So the yeah, not, we went to uh Pacific Junior High. That's freshman seventh though. through ninth grade. This is how it was once upon a time in Southwest Washington. That's weird. I, I understand that. That's yeah. why I'm explaining. If it wasn't weird, I could have just said it and you would have taken it as it was. But well, maybe you should have. They no longer do that. Pacific Junior High, PJH, is now Pacific Middle School, and they're six yeah. through eight, mm. and now it's PMS. So I did not go to PMS. I went to PJH, Pacific Junior High. Now, my niece goes to PMS, and we can explain why that's uncomfortable for anybody that doesn't understand later. So now, when I was in junior high school, we did a freshman field trip that was like the farewell to junior high. And we went out to like the Dalles or Hood River or something. And one of the options was to go see 
movie A, movie B was Mission Impossible. Oh. The first Mission Impossible That's movie. That's a good movie. Great movie. And the entire theater is filled with ninth graders. The entire theater. And as Tom Cruise drops down on the wire <laughs> and the thing becomes dead silent, <laughs> the most critical moment of the movie, there is no sound. He is saying nothing because he needs to be perfectly silent. Nick Ladwig sitting right next to me leans leaned toward me didn't even bother me just leans up and just blasts a f oh it was a big beautiful fart perfectly timed uh. to send an entire movie theater of his peers friends and acquaintances into a dizzying dizzying uproar <laughs> of laughter it was a perfect fart why it are farts so funny they, you know what the the thing what is, is it? well you'll you'll learn this very soon is that your child will giggle at farts. Oh, he does. Oh, already. Yeah. See, there you go. It's if it, it it feels nice, and then you realize it's slightly taboo, so then it gets funnier. So it's it's as as you as you develop an awareness of the world, funny, right? Yeah. So it's something you hold on to. Mm. And then as you go through like the rungs of society, mm. it all of a sudden becomes, well, that's it's not something we do, but everybody does it. And you know that everybody does it. So, you know, it it always it always has that laughter in it. And then at the end of your life, you can't control them and it uh, feels good. So it's it, it's start and finish. Always funny. Always a good time. Would you give up the novelty and hilarity of farts for the normalization of farts? No, 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 no. Farts, that, we like about, like we, at a certain point, like the president of the United States, like Joe Biden just gets up to the microphone and he's like, look, I have shifted my domestic policy. I have decided that in order to rally the country around causes that mean a lot to me, I am now legalizing farts. And in yeah. fact, I will prison you if you do not fart in public when you need to. And then he just puts his cheeks up to the microphone and lays one. Sure. And then, then everybody from that day forward is like, Okay, I guess we got to fart. Well, but here's the thing about farts is if you fart in front of your father-in-law. Yeah. And you. I don't think you do. <laughs> and you make a, co a conversation uncomfortable. Uh, you could be like, wow, I mean, there, it's just a fart. There's no consequence. There could be consequences. I almost killed myself with a fart one time. I was, uh, I, I drove an old Toyota pickup and the cab was so small that when I farted, I didn't think I'd get the window down fast enough, and I was going to suffocate from oh, carbon monoxide yes. poisoning. I was, I was efforting so hard to get that window down. As the old one you had to roll, <laughs> I could not get to that fast. You ever, you ever stunk yourself out of a space with one of your own farts? No. Farts have a penalty, and it is a few seconds of uncomfortable smell. So you with a good with, smell. Yeah, but like you fart, you just kind of wait for it and go, hope that doesn't stink too bad. Or you have the one where... That's what you think? Occasionally, mine is. Oh. I hope this thing reeks. Yeah, I'm about okay. to clear this room. Let's go <laughs> again. Who's in the room? How many people? <laughs> but but when you're by yourself, you hope it doesn't smell too bad. And some of them smell so bad they smell good. There's just there's so many different kinds of farts. There's so many different moments for farts. We talked about this the other day. You had a story a few weeks ago mm. about the banned license plates for uh, the state of Oregon. Oh yeah. And, and one of the things was they did not allow bodily functions. And you and I went through all the scenarios where it would not be funny 
to have a fart license plate. And you know how many f- situations we found that would not be funny? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Because in all situations where you pull up the car, no matter what model, make, year of a car has a license plate that says fart, they're all funny. So you kept asking why so many submissions were for fart? Because it's hilarious. The normalization of farts does not need to happen. Keep farts just as they are. They might be the one perfect thing we have in this godforsaken world that we live in. What we do need to work on is the normalization of nudity. We are insane. No. We are this country. No. This country is insane about the way we react to nudity. No. I'm not saying people need to be naked all the time. See, but that's the thing. But if you seeing start, a nipple should not be punishable by death. And it feels like start, sometimes it is. If you start loosening up on that, in, like you're going like to open Europe. the floodgates and you're going to see stuff you wish you hadn't of. Okay. No, like, no, you know, no, the Adidas no. folks, you know, the Adidas folks recently did that campaign yes. where they just showed a bunch of boobs. Yes. And now given a bunch of people went crazy about it. Mm hmm. And we're really mad upset, or yes, upset which is, about which it. is ridiculous. That's that's where the normalization Dude, needs to come. I in. don't think I just want to see boobs on my feet all the time because you, if that was no, the case, that, then see, people would just see, be that's like, not check the these case. out. What what I'm saying is the outrage around it needs to go. There's no outrage around farts. Nobody's nobody's mad and going, oh, there was a fart in that movie and that movie needs to go away. But if you put a pair of boobs in the wrong place, people get very angry about it. And that was a perfect example. That was that was a lovely campaign. It showed breasts of all shapes, sizes, colors, complexions, whatever. It sh- it, it was a, a, a you know expression of the female body, and they didn't you know they, I don't think they did it in a poor way. But people still got outraged because my kid might have seen that, and my kid who sucked at a teeth <laughs> might have seen that. Boom. Exactly. I'm offended. So, so, but here's the thing: if you want to go and find them, they're available. You also found out, we're doing a lot of callbacks. You also found out what is on Twitter that you didn't know was there that you could not stop looking at for a day. The poop. The poops. Yeah. The yeah. people just poop on Twitter. The weird stuff is out there. It's not like you couldn't find a pair of breasts to gaze upon if you wanted to. I mean, I wouldn't know where to go, but if I really wanted to, I'm sure I could go on the internet and there's probably exposed breasts on there. But we do need to calm down with that just a little bit. So, I just yeah. looked up boobs on Twitter. And any luck? Nothing. Now there is a guy with his shirt uh, unbuttoned, and Sounds awesome. he said "boobs day." There you go. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Not quite sure what's going on there. See, but here's the thing, though, is that I just looked up boobs on Twitter, and I have yet to see one pair of exposed boobs. Okay. If I look a poop on Twitter. It's everywhere. Yes, it is within three posts. Somebody laying a brown snail on a table. This is what I'm saying. Is so that's cool, but the other thing's not. Th- Do you see what I'm saying? Can we normalize it? Just make it a little bit easier. And here's the other thing: is if we normalize it, then people aren't so uptight about it, and you could have a little bit more sanity around the whole thing. Mm. Farts are in a wonderful place. It's it's uh it's nudity that I think uh, needs a little bit of relaxation on it. Don't you like if you dare went to touch have you ever been to a beach a nude beach where there's a naked person? Uh no, I have. There's there's Armageddon does not break out. Well yeah because normal people naked aren't that attractive. That's exactly like right. You and I naked is not exactly. You don't want to see it. Yes, it's awful. But even even the most beautiful people, like uh, what's the uh, the Seinfeld episode with uh, good naked, bad naked? 
you take even the most beautiful people that go, say, say Playboy centerfolds or whatever, they bring in professionals to do the lighting, to do the makeup, to mm-hmm. do the photography, mm-hmm. to do the touch-up. Just normal naked, yeah, it's great. But you know what? It's also it's also it's not going to end worlds. So just let's calm down on that, please. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty is the fan text line. It uh, is. This texter saying it's a fart. If you're embarrassed in front of your in laws because of a fart, you need new in laws. I call BS on that. Yeah. Now when you when you fart and you're trying not to, again, you if you control the flatulence, you control the situation. You're good. If you if one sneaks up on you and comes out loud when it's not supposed to, mm. it's embarrassing. And especially when it does that little oh you were trying to hide it but you couldn't. I know what that sounds like. Yeah. 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 yeah it's bad. To this day. Sure. I should just flat out ask my father in law. Like, I assume he's listening right hey, now. Um did you Why don't you call him in the that? break? Call him in the break. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> how about that? Hey, uh uh Steve. What? Yeah. Steve, uh, I have, what? hold on. Steve, do you mind going on live with us? See if Steve will go on live with us. Do that. We'll come back from the break with Will's father-in-law. Yeah, no, you don't want and we'll that. talk about it. Actually, you know where I'd like to start today? What? You know what the uh, New Orleans Pelicans accomplished last night? Ah. Do you? I do. Well, I'm ready. I think that's what we talk about. We're going to, first time ever. On this show or any other show, including New Orleans, we're going to start our first sports segment with the New Orleans Pelicans. This is The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in in a few minutes. (laughs) Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, well, the NBA, National Basketball Association, if you're not aware, it's heating up, heating up. One of my pet peeves has been happening all week, which is uh, we need to just 
need to educate the population. Uh, so any other broadcasters listening to this post all-star break in the NBA is not the second half of the season. Please stop saying that, but it is no, it's not. They it play is. 50 games before they play 25 games after. Tell me how that's the second half of the season. Because There's 82 games and you only have 25 games left after it. I can't do the math, but you play more than 50 games before and then you play, play uh, 25 games after. It's not the second half of the season. It's the home stretch. It's the perception of the second half. I understand. Half of the season. That's a stupid thing to say. Well, do that. Half is math. What do you want me to do? Stop saying it. You idiots. All right. Can we just shut up and talk about the second so half of the season? <laughs> we're going to talk a fair amount about the second half of the season okay. uh, in today's show. Uh, we need to talk about something that the University of Oregon is doing around NIL. Ooh. Probably need to talk about uh, Twitter spaces. Oh, I'm we so, can. I'm social media savvy. We want to tease it, don't we, for future? Yeah, I think so. I think thing. I'm going to start doing it. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to it because you have hot pelican stock and I need it. That's what we're doing first. That's what we're doing first. So last night, the Pelicans became the first team in NBA history to have a four-game stretch that they outscored their own opponents by 100 points. The post-All-Star break, New Orleans Pelicans have played four games. Friday the 25th, they played against the Phoenix Suns. I guess that was uh, the starter. That's that's a that's an okay team, you would say, yeah? Phoenix Suns? Yeah. Yeah, they're right. Then they played uh, the dumpster fire that is the Los Angeles Lakers. And... Uh, Called this a million miles away. Did I not get a little credit for that? No, because the, everyone did. I know, but it's fantastic. <laughs> but I, what did I tell? How did I frame it? What? When they made the trade for Russell Westbrook. What did I tell you? You said, this is stupid. No, I said, this is great. <laughs> it's great for the NBA. And it's great for people that talk about the NBA. Because nobody, even at Charles Barkley's best, can stop talking about the Lakers. Then they played the the uh, team called the uh, the Kings. The Sacramento Kings, they're not good. Yeah. And then uh, yesterday against the Utah Jazz, mm -hmm. four right now in the West, yeah. they uh, beat those four teams by a total of 107 points in consecutive games. Nobody's ever done that. This is C.J. McCollum. Yeah. I don't know if you remember him, former Blazer. Yeah. Going out there whooping up on people. Yeah, it's crazy to think that a guy who at times can average 30 a game, if you put him in a different setting than a toxic one, if you would start playing oh, wait, well. wait, 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 wait. Really? Yeah, That's yes. the direction you're going. Dude, it was a toxic <laughs> setting here for him. Oh, get out of here. Dude, from the very beginning of the season, he knew his ass was gone. He knew it. Yeah, but that doesn't, mean, knew it. that doesn't mean it was a toxic setting the entire time. Okay, CJ McCollum, McCollum had plenty of success okay. in Portland. Yeah, did no, he, not? he did. He did. Okay. Now, look, I'm saying the last season. He wasn't playing incredibly well for us this last half of this season. He had a collapsed lung for half the season. Before that. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If I told you, uh, hey, right. there's about a 90% chance you are getting S-can from this job. No, first of all, if Neil O'Shea kept his job but didn't get fired for if literally a, a toxic work environment. Literally, literally a toxic work environment. Uh, he'd have been, he probably would have still been here because we know that nobody loved no. CJ like Neil loved CJ. Dude, look, the writing was on the wall. His ass was gone. And the very fact that when he got traded and everybody was like, good riddance. 
I was like, you know, that guy's going to blow up wherever he goes, right? Like he's going to play incredibly well. It really doesn't matter what team he goes to. Now, I mean, he could go to the magic and it's not like they would do a lot better, but they'd start winning a couple games. He kind of did go to the magic. Eh, Don't don't put them there yet. Well, I'm sorry. The Pelicans at least have a little talent. But like, <laughs> okay, but the Pelicans just j- just beat four teams by yeah. a total of 100 points. That got them into the 10th spot in the West. Where do the Magic sit? Oh, they're dead last. They are terrible. So here's where this is the most interesting part about what the Pelicans are actually doing, which should really indicate to you that this really isn't a fluke. This is after the dreaded, at least by your standards, the dreaded second half of the NBA season. Right? What, what are you talking about? What? This is in the second half of the NBA season. This is after this the is All-Star the home break. Stretch. This is in the home stretch. Is what so is. after the All-Star break, this is what is known in the NBA as get your ass together so you can do what you need to do to either get to the playoffs yep. or you need to either tank your ass down to the very bottom. Yeah. What have the Trailblazers done since after the All-Star Ooh. break? They have put... Yusuf Nurkic on rest for plantar fasciitis. Yep. Josh Hart is not playing tonight for, here's the air quotes, rest. Uh, hey, he's tired. Oh, yeah. He's, well, he's, I bet. He's t- if you lost by, <laughs> see, now here's the other thing. It's, I don't know what the record is for a four-game stretch uh, and the most points you've lost by. Yeah. The Blazers are already at almost 100 yeah. in three games. If they lose by, what do they have to lose by uh, tonight? Two to lose by 100 in the last four games? So, yeah, it's it's not looking great for the Blazers. But for Blazers, Blazers fans, I've talked to more Blazers fans in the last three weeks mm. that are more engaged with this new team than they were with the rinse and repeat version of the team that we're getting every week. Every uh, year. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm whatever about it. It's fine. That's fine. I'm tell- yeah. I'm tell- I have a friend. It's fine, I guess. I have, I have a friend who is on the Blazers broadcast team. He is a camera operator, producer, uh, works in the uh, Moto Center, even on road games when they were doing like the the um, remote broadcast, whatever. Mm. So he's he he's there to watch every Blazers game. Uh, but he's a ph- photographer by trade, and he uh, he's just always said he's like, yeah, I cover the team, like, I, but I don't really care about the games. He, for the first time, I think he's done it for seven years. He goes for the first time in seven years. Because I really like this team. I went over to his house, and there is a Blazers program on his table. And I sent you a photo of that, that Blazers program. Who's on the cover of that program that I sent you the photo of? Ah, I forget. So you've got CJ. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You've got Norman Powell, yeah. Robert Covington, and Larry Nance Jr. all standing facing the cover of the book. And then you can see the top of Dame's head, his shoulders, and he's reaching up. Somebody's helping him up off the ground. So that guy laying on the ground is injured, which is, I think, very poetic in the whole thing. And all of the other four guys have been shipped elsewhere. And that's the program. And I go, I go, oh, I go, that's hilarious. And he goes, and I was, uh, his, Logan wasn't there, but his wife's there. And I go, so I go, I go, did Logan bring this home for the irony of it? She goes, no, he's actually really into the team now. As soon as they made the trade, there's people way more excited about it. And, you know, half the roster playing right now is not going to be on the team next year. But I talked to uh, at least two other people that said the same thing. They could not be more excited about the direction the Blazers are going in. Wait, really? Yes. Well, because it's it's different. It doesn't have to be good. It just needs to be different, different. to get people engaged. Wait a second. Let I'm me, telling you. Hold on. I got I to gotta think real quick. How many six 
many how many below six six guards that they got on that roster? Three. Well, I mean, they have guys that aren't playing, but three that are three that'll likely be part of the is that, team. Is that, so, is that a, I like that it used what, to. I like that, that it used to be six four. Yeah, and it, now Josh that, Hart is six five, yeah. and we go well now below six six. Well, wasn't that what it was last time? Well, no, because they were all under six four. Under six. Okay. Yeah, remember? Yeah. So we've got date two yeah, inches of yeah, increase. That's right. We got two inches of increase. Look, yeah, so, uh, no, uh, look, look. Hey, you, you, you can you, knock you, it off with this. You can crap. You can crap I, I on this crap all you on want. This. But what I'm telling you is these yes. are individuals coming up to me and saying, I'm in. I'm going to games. I'm Congratulations I'm in. for yeah. wasting your money. Those people will First not all, be. First of all, those tickets are cheaper. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. But, look, this should not be, if you're a Blazers fan, what you are enjoying right now. What? There is nothing Why to not? Get no, out of here. Dude, there is nothing to enjoy about this team. This is, if you would like, a rinse and repeat. In oh, fact, Jason Quick was talking on primetime the other day this past week when he said, I got to tell you something. I'm seeing what they're doing, and I'm not quite sure how this is different. I don't get it. Because of the fact that you have Anthony Simons, sure. you have Josh Hart, and you have Damian Lillard, and Joe Cronin is signaling that I'm going to keep all these guys. Well, you know who else are keeping? Nurk. That's a... F- Effing mistake. Well, you know what? It's a massive mistake. Everybody and I'll tell you what. So upset. Tell I me why Nurk is so stamp, terrible. I will timestamp yeah, this right now. Do it. And when we come back, and in two years, when they are not even making the playoffs or they're making the playing game, I'll play this again and I'll go, hey, remember when I said that it looks like they're going to make the same mistake again? That's what I don't like about this. Fine. I wish they would tank even further. How? They put Get fans on the floor. The four, I don't care. The four games before the All-Star game, they were on a four-game <laughs> winning streak, and they finished by beating Memphis, who's uh, the third seed in the West. And then you know what they did over the All-Star break? They uh, said, Nurk, doesn't your foot hurt? And he's like, no. And they're like, Nurk, your foot hurts. And he's uh, like, no, no, it's fine. No, it doesn't. And they said, listen, <laughs> your foot hurts. Nurk was playing incredibly well before the All-Star break, was uh, he not? Great. The, guy, the guy was a double-double machine. Oh, man. Yeah, no, we've had this conversation. You let we Nurk have. go. We he has done this before. Yes, he has. Yeah. But you let you let Yusuf Nurkic walk in free agency. Yes. Who are you getting that's better? I at this point, tell me. It really doesn't matter. Really doesn't matter. No, it yeah. doesn't. Okay. It, it honestly, who are you getting that's better? Let me let me pose this to you. Do you actually need a center? Yes. I don't think you do. I don't think you need what Yusuf Nurkic is bringing to the table. Yusuf Nurkic is one of only three dudes that's really left of NBA centers. Him, Rudy Gobert, and uh, the Drummond. Uh, Drummond. Who's the guy down in um, oh, Phoenix? Toronto now? Oh, oh, well, yeah, I guess DeAndre Aiden. Aiden. Um, but he is one of only a few of a player now that, quite honestly, if you look at the players that are on those teams, the teams cap out at a certain point. Okay. I would like something. I'm sorry. Different. Where did, where did the, uh, where did the Suns tap out last year? I don't know. I, I guess I got uh, mixed up with that legendary point guard they had on their team. <laughs> oh yes. Cause there's no great point guard on the Blazers. Yeah. Right. That's a distributor. Right. Hey, you a just, you just said that they have a legendary point guard yeah, that distributes. And, oh, oh, so now that it's distributes. different because you have to do everything the exact same way. If you don't go and copy the model that's working for somebody oh, else, there's no man. way to win. Right. Dude. I really hope you're not defending use of Nurkic right now. Uh, absolutely. This is getting scary. <laughs> He he played in the four games before all the oh, All Star break. How they do? Oh, great, they did. They were playing they well, did so well. 
I especially I, liked all those just, points you, Giannis scored. You just tell you just tell me real quickly how Knicks you how that, how that win against the Knicks was quality. It was it was a quality when you're supposed beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Isn't that what we always scream at all these uh, all, all these big moments? You can be the storm cloud all you want. What I'm telling you is, from talking to Blazers fans, there are more fringe fans that are engaged with this team than they were with what was going on before. If you're telling me that Damian Lillard is not any sort of player that is interesting to free agents to come and join uh, on He's a not. run. Yeah. Nobody wants to play with Damian Lillard. No. Okay. How many years has he been in the league? How many years have they had cap space? How many, how many years, years did they go how and, many and years, overpay to keep Evan Turner? How many Turner? years has he been in the league? He's been in the league nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Who is the most relevant player in their prime that has come to play here? Either through trade or through saying, yeah, I'd like to go there. You tell me. You tell you tell Carmelo me who the, who the Anthony, big move is. And he wasn't even in his prime. No, he was not in his prime. I but get that's the, the whole thing cap. is you don't you, you don't you yeah. don't get guys in their prime to take league minimum. The reason that they got mellow is because they had no money. Mello basically was forced into retirement after the debacle that he had in Houston. And then they went, Well, we can get this guy and we we can afford him because he costs nothing. The Blazers have not had money because they've constantly re-signed the guys they like because speaking of farts like we did in the first segment, Neil O'Shea loved the smell of his own farts and he sat there and he wafted them into his nose, told everybody how wonderful the bouquet was and he re-signed Evan Turner for too much money and he re-signed Mo Harkless for too much money and he re-signed Crab, Alan Crab for too much money and luckily got out of that with a trade and paid CJ like he was an all-star when he's not. It was, it was again and again, he kept keeping the same team, paying the guys. Norman Powell, perfect example of that. First thing Joe Cronin does is we need to get out from under these what? bad contracts. The number one priority How is to keep this guy here. How dare you bad of Norman Powell? Yeah, I know. I can't believe you. Yeah, exactly. It's almost as bad as me talking bad about Nurk right now. You can say whatever you want about Nurk. I'm just saying who out there is available for what it's going to cost to keep Nurkic here that's better. I and would, you didn't come up with anything. No, I have given you the solution to this many times. Which is what? Just keep pit- tanking, keep tanking, keep no, tanking. No, no, no. I've said this many times, and I get crapped on for this, and I don't care. Trade Damian Lillard, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> that- just do it. <laughs> Rip the Band-Aid off. All right. Please. Okay. I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I The fact that the – okay. And you're we not going to do it now because we do have to break. We are far over here. But now but, we're right where we need to be. Okay. Look. I get the whole, like, fans get attached to these players, right? Like, when they all got attached to Larry Nance Jr. Or they get attached to these players that are just super average and everything. You realize this is a vicious and an abusive cycle you're putting yourself through, sure. right, fan? The fact that you attach yourself to these guys who, by the way, are mediocre or suck. <laughs> and then we act mediocre and we suck. And we either get into the plan or we barely get in the playoffs. Or we get in the playoffs and then we get embarrassed. Or we in the make first it to the Western Conference final. That was a fluke. And then they got swept. It yeah, sure know. was. Listen, listen, you you can go. Has it and- happened again? Did we get anywhere close to that in the beginning or afterwards? We didn't. No. So if we're going to attach ourselves to these players and act uh, and act totally offended when we start to offend these players like Yusuf Nurkic or any of these others, look, if you want good players, you need to sell out and you need to absolutely <laughs> clear deck. Sure. Do what the uh, do Oklahoma what the 76ers City, did. Do what? No. Do what Oklahoma City sure. Thunder were doing, which is they like have a fork Knox 
of trade assets. Sure. They have Josh Giddy right now, who is turning out to be the rookie of the year, and they are looking to be a team that will be able to have a massive chest of assets and yes. go after a big-name guy to trade for, and that team won't be able to refuse. They'll be like, oh, what was that? 700 first-round picks? Yeah, come well, on okay. over. And let's, and let's watch how long it takes Oklahoma City to win an, win an NBA title. Sure. And if, if they win, then you can sit there and you can dance all over all I over will. my terrible takes. Or you can I'll look at a team. You, or you can look at, on it. That's fine. Look at a team that has already done this. In the process, yeah. the 76ers, are you telling me that they did it by tanking or they did it by now trading for an, a disgruntled James Harden after they got rid of a guy that refused to play for them that they drafted? If they win, they backed into it by accident. They didn't do it by doing the process because everybody that started the process has been fired. And the only guy still there is Joel Embiid, and they have been trading and trying to put the band-aids on that team they had that was almost good enough to do it. Yeah. So it, the process takes a very long time. What year is Joel Embiid in? I don't know. He's, he's, Maybe six. It's got to be. It's got to be six Maybe. or seven. But we, you can you can check into that. You can have a terrible team for a very long team time and never win anything. Or you can have a team that every year you have a little bit of hope in. And if they catch fire, and I'll tell you, the Phoenix getting Chris Paul. Chris Paul bounced around for a little bit because it was supposed to work in Houston, and then he went and outperformed what he was supposed to do in Oklahoma City. They never won with the Clippers. But last year, man, the Phoenix Suns played against a bunch of injured teams throughout the playoffs and they were good enough to get over the hump. And now they have a bunch of young guys that believe they can win. And you have cam Johnson making game winners last night because everybody on the team knows what it feels like to get to the NBA finals. But that's a team that lucked their way into a run to the finals last year. And now just now has a chance to get back, but they might flame out early in the playoffs too. Cause there's tough competition. They have to go up against. Now, look, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I think, this is why I have this view that I have is that your star franchise player who on the text line already, everybody is just, just pulling, pulling their trousers down and taking an NBA dump on me as they should. What has your franchise player who you covet? So said like a broken record for like, Pretty much since the time he's been here. I want to win a title. Yes. I want to win a title. Everybody wants to win, win a title. title. 29 teams want to win a title and do not every title. single year. I want to win a title. Yeah. If he is so effing good and he is one of the 75 best players of, of, this, time. Pa- of this past generation sure. or whatever. Of all time. Of all time. Sure. It is. Wasn't it 75 for the 75th anniversary just, of the NBA? I think it's It was just, the 75 um, best players for the 75th anniversary of the NBA. I think it's a snapshot. I understand it. It's, it's a moment in time. Yes. Yeah. I'm aware of that, but it's not the 75 best it, current player. If he is one of those, yeah. and he keeps saying over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, I want to win a title. Yes. Please, for for the love of whatever's up there, please tell me how you think that's going to happen in this next offseason, in the next two years. And you better not give me the answer of, Oh, well, you never know what's going to happen. You might get some disgruntled players that might some disgruntled players. Dude, no one's coming here. Just understand that. No one wants the tax. No one wants the income tax. No one wants to live here. If you have the other option of living in Los Angeles or a better place, I'm I'm telling you that right now. Okay. All right. Seriously. All right. It ain't happening. Okay. Trade Lillard. Get your assets. Figure it out. Oh, and by the way, Jody Allen's selling the team. So. 
Why are you mad at that? You're telling me some billionaire's not going to come and buy the team? There'll be a clause in there that you're not leaving Portland. Seattle's going to get a franchise uh, in the next five or six years. And then Jeff Bezos will buy them both. All right. You, you're, we're a little over. <laughs> a little? We were supposed to end our, uh, our right. third sports, segment. <laughs> sports Center update. Uh, here it is. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. If you could get a player ranked at the top 10 at each position, you'd feel pretty good about your your roster, yes? Yes. Depends on what team I am. Okay, Portland Trailblazers. I did I looked up two different rankings real quickly. One is the sporting news, the other was DraftKings. Both Yusuf Nurkic sits at number 10 as the best. I'm just saying, 10th wow. best center in the league. Not, not, I never said he was great. Just saying, who are you getting better? So, my only question. Uh, let's do a couple quick thoughts from the text line uh, on the Blazers. Then we'll get to some good versus evil. Deal? Cool. Fan text line 503-250-1080. Uh, last text in says, if you kids don't stop bickering, I will pull this call over. Car over. Carry on. I think that's Preston. That's pretty good. That's pretty accurate, too. Uh, um, yeah, it's your fault. 
What, it's my fault? You started it. Oh, I started. I tried yeah, to talk about the Pelicans. I'm the host. You know I have no control over this show because oh. I choose not to. If I had it, it wouldn't be fun. Just be me yelling at the clouds when I'm angry and uh, getting too chirpy when I'm happy. And yeah, like it'd the, be you naming every hat. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, let's see. Trucker hat. <laughs> Mowing my lawn hat. Listen, hats have functions. I think that's every hat. <laughs> mad, mad at a hat. You know what I like? A, what, what I'd like is a hat for this purpose, and then I buy a hat for that purpose. I'd rather. I, it, I respect it. Yeah. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. All right. I'm not mad. Anything I on the listen te- to that? Is podcast. there anything on the text line you want to get to? You moron. Ah, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find the negative ones. Yeah, I know. You, you, you <sighs> gave you the window that you wanted. Uh, hold on. I'm just trying. Okay, I got one. You have to find one without profanity. Uh, yeah, there are. If, quite if you're a few. just if you're just joining us, uh, Will is insisting that the Blazers need to trade Dame right now. Yeah, trade deadline's passed. So you can't, idiot. Name one team who traded their best player and then was able to win a title. Just one team, Will. Yeah, and. Give a rebuttal for that. Their best player then won a title. That's an interesting question, actually. Yeah. It, it's, it's go back. It's 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 go into full rebuild, or you have a guy that still wants to be here. You, you what take about the Raptors. The Raptors didn't trade away their best player. Kyle Lowry was their best player. And they got That's arguable. Well, it sure it is, but those guys were pretty equal, and, and and especially with what Demar Derozan is doing right now. But yeah, that would be that would be a safe assumption. But they also traded for a disgruntled player mm. who is what top five in the NBA. <laughs> what about the Warriors? Who did they trade away? Monte Ellis, and he was the best player on that team. <laughs> he was, yes, yes but he was the best player on the team. And, and, and who they get back in return? Uh, picks. What's that? Picks. Picks. picks? Yeah. Well, you, who are those picks? Oh, that's right. Clay Thompson. Yep. Hey, listen, there's, there's a lot of ways to win an NBA title and there's more ways not to win an NBA title. And they look very similar to the way to win an NBA title. It's if it were easy, everybody would do it, but guess what? Not everybody does. And the NBA has more repeat champions than any other league. Yes. No. Yes. What about, uh, what about the Celtics? What did they trade away? Well, I guess Paul Pierce was their best player, yeah. so no. Yeah. There you go. All right. That's well, a good question, though, actually. I mean, think on it. We'll yeah. get to an hour or two. We have to get to good versus evil. We do that next. Center and Saint on 1080 The Fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on, and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about: basketball, now golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened... What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. What do I envision? I suppose I would imagine some wins. I mean, you said, based on what I envision, I want to know what you think I envision. I would have, you envisioned coming here and winning a championship, or at least being in a position. Is the season over? It, it, it certainly isn't on. Is the season over? No, sir. Thank you. That was Russell Westbrook wearing an orange silk shirt with three buttons undone at the top. A reporter suggested Westbrook could not have envisioned the Lakers' turbulent season, one that included Thursday's 132-111 to loss to the Clippers, and marked the Lakers' fourth straight loss. Then Westbrook fired back with the same kind of feistiness he often shows an opponent on court. Good. Ah. Should the Lakers blow this thing up? Right now? No, you're an idiot. The season's not over. He, he actually has a point there. Here's the thing that we've always said about Russell Westbrook. Right? He's a regular season player. He has these great regular seasons. He gets the playoff and he does nothing. Maybe he's trying to flip the script. He's having a terrible <laughs> season and he's going to be great in the playoffs. I couldn't do it with a straight face. I that's, tried. That's interesting. I tried. But he does have a point, dude. The season's not over until the season's over. Do you think the Lakers right now are internally going, man, we got to blow this thing up? Or are they going, hey, let's try not to embarrass ourselves the rest of the season? If they get into the tournament, they're going to try to win. So, like, for the guys that are in it, you've, you've played enough sports or been in enough competition where you just go, all right, man, I'm probably going to get my ass kicked right now, but if I give up, I'm going to look even worse. So let me just give it everything I got. If I make a miraculous comeback, it'll be one for the ages, so let me put in my full effort. That's what the Lakers are going to do, and uh, it's probably going to fail, and it's going to be fun to watch because it's fun to watch the Lakers, Lakers be terrible. We have listened to the Players Association throughout the process. A primary goal of the Players Association has been to increase pay for younger players. I said in Orlando, and I'll say it again, we agree and share that goal. There's my Rob Manfred whining. Baseball owners presented what they called their final offer Tuesday, and the Players Association rejected it unanimously, as now the MLB is in a lockout, the first in 27 years. Commissioner Rob Manfred then swiftly announced the league is canceling its first two series. The regular season, many fans are blaming ownership, while some other fans are kind of blaming the players. Who do you blame? All of them. The players are at fault because 
every CBA that they've signed since 1994, they've given away a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more of their leverage. And now they're going into this with no leverage. So you can blame these players. You can bring class players. You can bring anybody that's been on the Players Association uh, committee to, to negotiate these CBAs. But the current players, I think, do have some points that they need to get across. And the owners are greedy billionaires and we can be as mad as we want at them, but they're trying to hold on what they have of power instead of coming to the table and negotiating from a point of going, hey, let's find something that's mutually beneficial for everybody. They're all trying to win the negotiation instead of going, all right, what can we allow? They're all doing a terrible, terrible job. I love how the perception of owners in any major sport is always just like some like really decrepit white guy yeah. behind an office with Always. like with like a globe of the world that's yeah. glowing like yeah. petting a cat <laughs> they're doctor they're all doctor evil it's just it's yeah, yeah but it's it, it's everybody going in with self interest and trying to you, you you don't win negotiations if the, the the problem that they have the biggest problem they have is neither of them can really walk away and what I'd like to see is you know what the players just go screw it I'm gonna go play in Japan and make what money I can and start doing that or start a barnstorming league and just just go around. We're going to play on high school fields and show everybody why we're great. Cause you know what that would do is actually make baseball popular again. You know yeah. what, you know what is impressive about baseball is seeing how good these guys are up close and in person when they're all playing against each other. It's actually hard to see you go up and go put your, your, your town's greatest talent out there and just watch how far these dudes can hit a baseball, how fast they can throw it, how smooth they are fielding. Watching great baseball is a ton of fun. Watching Come on, Ricky! I'm telling you, man, it's these guys are that these guys have otherworldly talent, but we all take it for granted because we see it every week. Uh, so yeah, go out and showcase how good you are, and you know, walk away from these guys. But you can't too much money. All right, time for my favorite story of the week. This comes from Hollywood. Apparently, Fox, yes, that Fox is acquiring the rights to Gumby and they plan to quote unquote, reimagine the character. Sure. That sounds great. Uh, let's see. New animated and live action Gumby series are in the works as our NFTs as Fox buys characters from the estate of the cart or creator's son. Yeah. There you go. I knew what, a guy that worked. What could you reimagine about Gumby? Uh, I don't know. The the nostalgia of it, I'm sure, lives large in some people's hearts. Uh, I knew a guy that worked on Gumby that was one of the animators back in my claymation days uh, once upon a time here in Portland. Will Vinton Studios was a big deal, and then they became Leica years later. But there's a lot of uh, claymation here, but I remember, <laughs> I remember about the guy. He was one of the directors on the TV show that I worked on. He said that when he got his start in uh, in Hollywood, he was his job was to cut like individual pieces of film, and they had basically a whole room full of people sitting there staring at uh, film with razor blades, just again and yeah. again, just splicing together the film. And then somebody would walk up behind them, plug one nostril, slime a little uh, bump of cocaine under the other nostril. They wouldn't even get up from the table, just take a quick snort and keep working. That's how Hollywood used to work. And I don't know that that Those was. Good old days, I don't know that it? that was Gumby, but that was early filmmaking. So whatever they do, I hope it is uh, is a drug induced uh, warping of uh, of our childhood memories. That's what. Yeah, I hope. see, I don't remember anything like. I, every, I don't remember anything distinctive about Gumby. Well, sure, you didn't watch it. 
No, I, I, I mean, did. you're aware of it, but you don't. Yeah, yeah. but like, what, what did Gumby do? Him and Pokey uh, went on wacky adventures. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean you think so? I need an answer. I don't watch Gumby. Listen, don't you I, show the kids? I'm vaguely aware of Gumby. No, I don't. No, uh-huh. I don't try to force the children into the old uh, cartoons. Cause watch it. it. Well, listen, there, there's a handful of Disney movies that we'll watch, the full-length full length films. But you get into the uh, Looney Tunes and the old uh, Merry Melodies that we used to watch when we were kids that we yeah. thought were so delightful. You look at them, and you're like, oh, these are super violent and racist. <laughs> Quickly move off of them. Go, go, go pull up uh, some of the Same. unaired Looney Tunes cartoons that we, we did not watch that are available on YouTube now and just go, oh. See, this is the problem with this country. You're just a talking mouthpiece for the liberal media right now. <laughs> yes. If anybody is described as that on this show, it is me. That's a good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Their food is delicious, and you should eat it. Actually, that's not a bad idea, Will. Maybe we should get some Hawaiian food after this. I'll take some of that. I'll tell you what. We can, order, we can order it to pick up uh, oh. right online. Just go to ate-oh-ate.com. Uh, and it'll it'll be like going to Hawaii without the TSA pat down. Who doesn't love that? Eight oh eight. Can I have both? Uh, next hour, I I'm, I might have uh, I might have solved uh, the the solution. I might have your solution. Easiest way to win an NBA championship. I'm gonna have to do some invest. I'm gonna have to do some counting in the break. I'll do it as fast it's as I a can. Short break. I, Hurry I'm up. well aware of that. <laughs> we'll see if we can get to it next. If not, we'll get to an hour or two. Center and Saint, ten of the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.